Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 hi this is kevin mccullough thanks for listening to the christian outlook podcast where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your christian faith our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the pepperdine graduate school of public policy and adf alliance defending freedom here's another piece i trust you'll enjoy I get to talk right now uh, to someone who uh, is portrayed in a feature film. The feature film is called Unplanned. Uh, You've heard about it. It's going to be releasing at the end of this month. Uh, March 29th is the release date. You have got to see this film Unplanned. Uh, But in the film, there's a character. uh, His name is Sean Carney, who plays a central role in this true story, but I don't have the character on the phone. I actually have the man upon whom the character is based, Sean Carney himself. Welcome to the program. Good to be back, Eric. How are you? Are you just, are you play acting or do you really mean that? Is that really you? You're just being yourself. Sean, this is this is so cool. When I heard about the movie now, a lot of people don't know the story of the movie. So if you don't mind, tell my audience, what is the movie unplanned that's releasing at the end of this month? What is the movie about? It is about the beautiful conversion story of Abby Johnson, who was a uh, Planned Parenthood employee of the year. And she ran the abortion facility in uh, College Station, Texas, and I uh, was the director of the pro-life organization there, uh, 40 Days for Life, started uh, in College Station, Texas. It's now in 816 cities. And so I knew Abby. Uh, We started volunteering at the same time for opposing organizations. Uh, We became directors of opposing organizations. And then when she had her change of heart, uh, she came right into my office, and uh, which was located next door, and it tells this beautiful story of her, her transformation. And for us, it was it was beautiful. You know, Abby and I did media interviews against one another's points for years, and yet she trusted us when when we we said yes, we're there for the babies, yes, we're there for the women, but we're even there for the workers who want to leave. And she took us up on it. Well, and there are so many workers. I mean, people need to know this, that there are tons of people working at abortion clinics who are having funny thoughts about the whole thing, but they can't say anything. And if the right Mm -hmm. person speaks to them in the right loving way, they may they're looking for a way out many times. And so you were there. um, What year was this that, that we're talking about? Uh, I met Abby when I was 19 years old, and that was in 2002, 2003, and then she left uh, in 2009. So the movie covers about an eight- or nine-year time period. Okay, and who who plays you in the movie? <laughs> Jared Lotz, who ironically is the only actor in the entire film that I have not met. Well, you know, this is not a joke. I was supposed to be in the film. People always think I'm joking around. I really was. I had a role in the film, and I wasn't. Were you going to play me? 
Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I, I had a role in the film and I was unable to work it out with my schedule. And uh, and so I couldn't be in it. And so it kills me because I think it would have been so much fun because I believe in the story so much. But this is yeah. a film that needs to be made and it was made. And now people can see it pretty soon. It's exciting. It is. And it'll be the definitive movie on abortion. Uh, they're going to open in close to a thousand screens. Uh, we've done the largest pre-purchase of theaters of any movie in the history of film, including The Passion and God's Not Dead. And so Holy it's going to have a huge opening weekend and it shows two abortions it was given an r rating and it, but you can take high schoolers to see it uh well it, i want to say something about the movie. the r rating uh some friends of mine and i signed a letter uh based on this r rating it is really scandalous that they gave right. it an r rating it does not deserve an r rating and i want to tell you folks if you're afraid to bring your 14-year-old, this is nonsense. They gave it an R rating because they do not like the message of the film. And by the way, it's not even a message. It's a true story uh, that you're going to take away a message. But it's a, it's a true story. It's a beautiful story. It's a moving story. It's a story for our time. And, of course, Hollywood uh, is so in lockstep ideologically that they're not free just to be honest and to give it the rating it's supposed to get. So they, they decide that they want to give it an R rating. That's to keep people out of the theaters. And I want to say to everybody listening, all the more reason to go into the theaters. Uh, you know, you could bring your teenagers. This is not a film that is that is loaded with filthy language or anything. The fact that they gave an R rating is nonsense. It's because, uh, you know, certain abortion aspects are being portrayed and they don't like to show that if they were showing heart surgery, they're not going to give it an R rating. But guess what? If it's uh if, if it's an abortion, suddenly they decide, oh, we, we don't think people should see this. So it's really dishonest and terrible, and people need to know that up front. I wanted to say that, Sean, because it's, it's despicable that they have done that. People need to know uh, that that R rating is, is meaningless, that your typical R-rated film is foul. This film is nothing like that. So you're exactly right. It's a great point, and there's much worse things than PG-13 uh, movies we've been working with with Chuck and Carrie, who made the movie for years, and we had been discussing a potential R rating, and they still didn't think they were going to get it, even though Hollywood hates the film. Uh, but but here we are. They gave it an R rating. At best, it, it sends a message that abortion is R rated, that Planned Parenthood is R rated. But as far as content that you're seeing in the movie, uh, it's not an R movie, and anybody with common sense will see that when it's uh, when it's released. Well, look, they're scared to death that this film is going to do well, and they should be scared to death because when the truth comes out, I mean, I've always said as somebody who believes that the unborn are humans, um, once you know the facts, it's very hard uh, to cavalierly say, oh, it's just a mass of cells because you know it's not. Sean, this is exciting that uh, they're making a film and that you get to be portrayed in the film. Did they ask you if you wanted to play yourself or did they take one look at your <laughs> they probably took one look at your ugly mug and said, get that guy out of the room. I know because exactly. I've seen your picture and there's no way there's no kids can't handle that. That's why it was going to get the R rating. And then they decided to stick with it. I know. I know. I know you. I know you. Yeah. You got to be seriously. You got to be thrilled. Like this is such an exciting story. I mean, say it again. Abby Johnson was was a. Uh, uh, she she won an award at the Planned Parenthood. Tell us about that again. Yeah, she was the director of the Planned Parenthood abortion facility where I lived, and I I ran the local pro life organization. But I was 
we would go out there, my wife and I, who's also portrayed in the movie, we'd go out there and pray. We got to know Abby as volunteers. And, and, then, and this is in you know, Texas. On, on, in Texas, yeah, uh, in, uh, in College Station, Texas. And, you know, we knew her well. I knew her for eight years, which is why when she walked into my office and had a conversion after witnessing uh, a live abortion of a 13-week-old baby boy, after she witnessed that, she came to my office next door where we did free ultrasounds and free pregnancy tests, and she she wept. She she had a, a breakdown and said, oh, i got to get out of this. Well, this and, is this is what people don't realize. I mean, you're describing – this is a real person. She thinks she's doing good things. She's working at Planned Parenthood. There are a lot of people like this that, that they're convinced they're on the right side of this. And then they have a moment like Abby Johnson did where they see what they're not supposed to see. They see the, an ultrasound of what is actually happening in an abortion. This is of a 13-week-old child, so this is not late-term abortion. And she was so deeply horrified that a woman who's dedicated her life to Planned Parenthood cries, runs out of the office, and finds the, the, you know, the, the, the pro-life guy next door and says, will you pray with me? I mean, that alone is such mm-hmm. a story. It's such an American story. So what did you think when she came into your office that day? Well, it, it's in the movie, but I, I walked in and she was just having this meltdown. And I, I had known her for eight years, and I said, "You've had a rough day at the office." And uh, she said, "Yeah, you could say that," which they ended up putting in the preview. But she was comfortable. We always invited her, you know. And people have asked me all the time, "What do I say to somebody who works at a Planned Parenthood or who who drives up and and they're the abortion doctor, or they're they're working at an abortion facility?" And I always say, "You." You tell them good morning. You know, you ask them how they are. You you treat them with with human dignity. And and over time, we really loved Abby out of there. And it, I think the prayers and the peaceful vigil wore on her over the years. And Abby is the 26 out of 186 abortion facility workers that 40 Days for Life has helped. Uh, she's the third Planned Parenthood director. Uh, who we've helped. Okay. Leave. Now, who, who, That's somebody one of the from. There, they don't like the movie. It right. shows a reflection <laughs> of the pro life movement at large, which is that it is a movement of converts. It is a movement of, of women who have had abortions. There are doctors who have done abortions. There are those who at one time supported reproductive rights who don't anymore. And that makes the film even more powerful. And the film is well done. You asked how, how did I feel? I mean, my first. I saw it at Thanksgiving. I've seen it about 15 times at this point. But my first screening, I obviously wanted it to be good. <laughs> you don't want to be portrayed in a bad movie. I don't want my kids making fun of me in right, 20 years. Right. And, um, you know, they did a great job. They spent $7 million. It is a beautiful film. It's entertaining, and it's accurate. Well, again, you know, uh, people are scared by this film because it is, it's beautiful. It's true. It happened. And... Uh, there, there are people, they don't want to know it. They don't want to know the truth. They would prefer to, you know, stick their head in the sand and say, you know, we, women's rights, women's rights, re, women's reproductive rights. It's not. And you'll see in the film what it is. And then, you know, you can make your decision. Now, 40 Days for Life, I had somebody from 40 Days for Life on this program. I'm not sure who I had because I get everything mixed up. But we talked about what you all do there. Uh, and... It, it's such a beautiful thing that you're reaching out uh, to women who are in this abortion business and trying to help them to see their way out. 
Yeah, and we do two campaigns a year, uh, one during Lent and one in the fall. And we have uh, 816 cities around the world, 56 countries that have participated in 40 Days for Life. And it's peaceful. It's law-abiding. We pray. And we go to where the abortions actually happen. And and that's, you know, there's a 40 Days for Life going on right now in 377 cities. And uh, it's the workers that really leave towards the end of the campaign. Of course, we have we've had over 15,000 moms choose life. We've had 99 abortion facilities close, including Abby's, which is where 40 Days for Life first began. That mm. now serves as the headquarters for 40 Days for Life. Oh, That's man. Former Planned Parenthood. Oh. And it, it really speaks to the invitation that we use our rights as Americans, our freedom of speech. We go out there. We trust God. And he responds. And that's why there's been such a wave of, of converts on this issue the last 45 years. It, it's amazing. I think we need to be encouraged. That's why I want to have you on, because people need to know that great things are happening out there. You tend, you know, if you watch the mainstream media, you tend not to know how much good is happening, how many people who were in that life are choosing to step out of that life and choosing to choose life. It's it's incredibly uh, powerful. Obviously, this film uh, tells one of those stories, the seminal story. I want to remind my Listeners, since we're out of time here, the film is unplanned. Folks, mark your calendars. March 29th, the film needs to have a big opening. And I ask everybody uh, who cares about this issue, please help this film. Take everybody you can. It's very important that films that tell these true stories get the support of people. Don't say, I didn't have time. Make the time and do it. Sean Carney, thank you for the work you do. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Your freedom is under attack. But if you act now, you can protect not only your family, but generations to come. Go to ChristianOutlook.com and to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure that the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's ChristianOutlook.com. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.